Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman, and I am a certified plant-based nutritionist. You can find the website at www.mainlyplants.com, or you can find me on social media at Mainly Plants. You can get a hold of me through the website, through social media, or you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. So first things first, uh, the gardeners who were supposed to be here at 7 in the morning uh, just showed up. It is now, I think, uh, uh, 2 o'clock, 1.32. So if you hear some rocks hitting the windows or uh, weed eaters or people yelling, uh, try to disregard it because they're savages and contractors never show up when they're supposed to. So this week, wanted to talk about drinks. Um, get a lot of questions regarding soda and alcohol. So wanted to cover those, and then uh, obviously if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns about it, you guys get a hold of me. So let's jump right into it, okay? So soda. Um, obviously you shouldn't be drinking it, and there are reasons for it. It's not just because it's bad for you uh, in a blanket term, right? So uh, the first reason would be the sugar. So regular soda has about 10 teaspoons of sugar in it in a can um, and it's obviously in liquid form um, so it's it's absorbed by the body better than if it had to break it down from a, a granule form <clears throat> which means that it skyrockets the blood sugar and causes an insulin reaction in your body and you know here and there it's not that big of a deal but over time you can develop insulin resistance which a lot of the time is, uh, well, it's already a problem if you're insulin resistant, but it can be a a precursor to diabetes. Um, You're also going to gain a lot of weight from the sugar, and there are a slew of other health problems. So um, for that alone, you should stay away from from soda uh, because of all the sugar. Um, And soft drink companies are actually the largest users of sugar in the United States. They dump that shit in there, not good for you. Uh, th- another thing that's in soda is phosphoric acid, and what it what that does is it interferes interferes with your body's uh, ability to absorb calcium, and what this can do is lead to things like osteoporosis, osteopenia, uh, cavities in your teeth, and just general bone softening. Uh, and if you're a woman, you're already at risk for osteoporosis and osteopenia. This will exasperate it. Uh, men, guys, uh, this can lead to it, period. It also it also screws with your stomach acid, this phosphoric acid. And it can slow your digestion and block the way that your body absorbs nutrients. So you might be able to eat a gigantic salad, wash it down with a soda, and you wouldn't be getting the those nutrients absorbed into your body like you would if you were drinking something like water. Um, and you might be saying to yourself or screaming at the uh, the speakers, but what about diet soda, right? So in diet soda, there are artificial, artificial sweeteners and aspartame is the most commonly used substitute for sugar in diet sodas. And potentially it can be more harmful. Um, it's been linked to almost a hundred different health problems, including seizures, multiple sclerosis, brain tumors, diabetes, um, as well as as uh, emotional disorders. And what it does is it converts to methanol at warm temperatures in your body, and the methanol breaks down 
and it forms formaldehyde and, and formic acid. Um, so these diet sodas can also increase the risk of uh, metabolic syndromes, which cause belly fat, high blood sugar, and raised cholesterol. So you might be drinking the sugar uh, in its raw form, but these artificial sweeteners can have a lot of the same effects and even worse effects. Uh, I always say when I'm when I'm telling telling people or showing people what to eat and showing them the ingredients list on food, if you don't know what it is, if it's hard for you to pronounce or it's not something that's readily found in nature, your body's not going to know what to do with it either. If your brain doesn't know what it is, your physical body won't know what it is and it causes problems. So artificial sweeteners like aspartame, it's a chemical. And these chemicals um, are not benign. They, they don't just do nothing in your body. They're not just there to, I mean, they are there to, to add that sweet flavor uh, in the absence of sugar, but there are consequences to that. <clears throat> Another reason to avoid soda is caffeine. Um, unless it's caffeine-free, you're going to have caffeine in your soda. And caffeine has been linked to certain types of cancers, uh, including breast cancer. It can give you a, a regular heartbeat, especially if you have other heart problems or history of heart problems in your family. Uh, it'll raise your, your blood pressure, obviously, because you're caffeinated and your heart's beating a lot faster. Um, and there are some other other issues related with it. These are the, the most important ones. So yeah, I mean, if you're drinking coffee and iced tea, you're getting caffeine also. It's not the the biggest one to worry about in my opinion, but it is something, you know, I try to stay away from. I really don't drink uh, any caffeine. I mean, if I, if I go on vacation, I might have some coffee in the morning, but I really don't drink coffee. I don't really drink iced tea or tea uh, if I do, it's usually sleepy time tea, and it's not caffeinated. The, um, I just drink water. It's the best thing for you. Um, and speaking of water, you know the water that's used in sodas is, unless you're looking at you know some of those craft sodas, if you're looking at just Coke, Pepsi, or pick your big your big one, the water is just tap water, and tap water contains a lot of chemicals like chlorine and, and fluoride, um, as well as traces of heavy metals. That's why people buy water softeners. That's why people buy you know filtered water or or Brita's for their fridge. Um, most people don't just drink straight out of the tap, especially here in Arizona, because there are these these trace heavy metals and chemicals found in it. So you might be avoiding the hard water uh, when you're drinking straight water at home, but if you do drink sodas, you're getting a dose of it there. Um, obviously, sodas are linked to obesity. Uh, there was uh, some researchers at Harvard that have recently positively linked soft drinks to obesity. I don't think that's any surprise. I think we all saw it coming. The study found that 12-year-olds uh, who drank soda are more likely to be obese than those who didn't, and now pay attention to this fact. For each serving of soda consumed daily, the risk of obesity increased over one and a half times. So a lot of people, a lot of parents give their kids soda. Uh, a lot of schools have, have soda machines in them. A lot of kids buy soda at school. Um, there's a reason that, that diabetes is becoming more and more prevalent in children. 
And this is one of the reasons, because the access to soda, you know, you go to 7-Eleven and they have those big gulps, those huge, the huge, huge soft drinks, um, the big, the big cups, and essentially you're just drinking sugar water uh, as well as, you know, these other chemicals, but obesity is a big deal. Um, and, and with that in soda is extra fructose, right? So fructose is sugar. Sodas contain high fructose corn syrup, which obviously comes from corn. Um, and nine times out of 10, this corn has been genetically modified. And, you know, there are no long-term studies showing the safety of genetically modified crops. Um, and as genetically modif modif as genetic modification of crops has only been around since the 1990s, it's gonna be hard to do so. Um, the process of making high fructose corn syrup involves traces of mercury, um, which is not good for the brain and causes a, a, a variety of long-term health problems. You know, people, you've heard of, of mercury poisoning and you've heard people who eat a lot of sushi have elevated mercury levels and their doctors say you need to cut out the sushi. Well, this is kind of the same thing. Whether you're getting the high fructose corn syrup from soda like we're talking about today or other sweet, you know, artificially sweetened foods or drinks, you got to watch out for it. It's not just um, like the aspartame. It's not just a replacement for the sugar or an addition to the sugar in order to get things sweet. There are problems that come for it. You know, there's always a payment for for something that you put in your body. Um, so, you know, if it's something healthy that you're putting there, you know, you're, you're not paying a whole lot, but if you're putting something crappy in there, you're pay, you can pay a lot. Um, and, and along those same lines, sodas lack nutrients. There's there's no nutritional value, value in soda whatsoever. Um, there are a ton of harmful effects of soda, as we've talked about, but there are not any positives to, to really um, counteract that. You know, the only reason that people drink soda is because it tastes good and because um, they need a, a caffeine boost, they need an energy boost. And the more plants you eat, the more whole raw plants you eat, and the more water you drink, uh, obviously to a point, you don't wanna float your kidneys and get water poisoning, but the healthier you are, you are, the healthier you are and the cleaner that you eat and drink, the more sustained energy your body's gonna have. Um, you know, caffeine is a chemical. It, there is caffeine addiction. You know, people who don't get who drink coffee every day and don't get it will get headaches. They'll have mood swings. They'll be cranky, and that's because they're addicted to this. And it's very important to to wean yourself off of it and get back to homeostasis. You want your body at a natural point, whereas you know, you can just drink water, get up in the morning, drink water, and you're not going to have that headache, and you'll have sustained energy throughout the day. Your body's not relying on these chemicals to keep it going. Um, and, and speaking of water, sodas do cause dehydration. Uh, they are high in sugar, they're high in sodium, and like we just talked about, they're high in caffeine, um, which dehydrate the body. Um, and dehydration can lead to those things like headaches and sluggishness. So kick the soda, drink water, you won't have any of these problems. And you will have that sustained energy. I can't stress that enough. You know, when I when I um, first went plant-based and you know, I kicked the meat and kicked the 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 tea. I, I used to be I used to love my iced tea, um, caffeinated iced tea. 
once I start eating clean and kind of bringing my body back to, to how it's supposed to be naturally, the sustained energy that I, that I felt throughout the day, the mental clarity, what it was and still is outstanding. Yeah, I mean, once in a while, I might grab a Red Bull if I did it was if I was up late, didn't sleep well, had to wake up early for something. You know, life does get in the way. I'm not saying never drink coffee or never have a soda. Once in a long while, it's fine. And to be honest, especially with soda, once you kick it and you don't drink it anymore and you go and have a soda, you're not going to like it. Um, you know, I used to get a soda every week when I went to the movies. I used to go to the movies every week and I would get popcorn and I would get a soda. And I loved it. And it was super refreshing. But I haven't done that in, what, five years? And I actually, you know, maybe once a year I'll, I'll try a soda. And I'll remind, it'll, it'll remind myself that it's just, it's so sweet and it's so, like, sticky tasting. It just totally turns me off. Um, I tried having a soda, God, probably a month ago. Uh, somebody left one in my fridge, and I was out working in the yard, and there was a bottle of Coke in there, and I was like, this sounds, it, it sounds and it looks refreshing, right? And I popped the lid, and I took a swig of it, and it was so gross, so sugary, uh, just too much, and I had some ice water instead, and it was so much more refreshing. Um, so really try to kick it and, and get on that water fix, and over time, you will realize you feel so much better. Not only that, but you will drop so much weight just from stopping drinking soda, provided you do drink it regularly. Also, it's super bad for your teeth, right? Um, I'm sure we all remember those science fair experiments where people dropped their baby teeth in a glass full of soda and you could watch them decay. Um, well, there's that uh, there's that weed eater. Um, the gardeners are working. Um, it, it, not only do they decay, but they can cause plaque to build up on your teeth and, aside from the cavities, cause gum disease, periodontal disease. So really no benefits from soda. Um, there are a ton of negatives, both with your mental health. Look at this guy's right outside my window right now, isn't he? Both with your mental health um, and your physical health. So just stay away from it. Now, moving from soda onto um, alcoholic beverages, we all like to partake in a cocktail here and there. I know at the end of the week, uh, I like to go with my friends and have a few drinks and unwind. A lot of you get home from work in the evening and you like to have a cocktail. That's fine, right? However, some are worse than others and you should know what you're drinking um, and how it's affecting your body so you can make the proper decisions. So. Wine and beer, uh, the most common that I hear. That kind of rhymed. Um, obviously, the the drier the wine, the less sugar and calories it has. You know, the, for those of you who like the jammy wines, the sweeter wines, um, those have a, a lot more calories. But you have to remember that essentially wine is like sugar water. Um, it's a lot of sugar in there. Sugar turns to fat. Uh, through a process in your body, um, so it is fattening. Uh, now, if you have a glass here and there, not a big deal. If you have a glass every night, a glass or two every night, uh, there are better options, and we'll get to those. Um, but the same kind of thing goes for beer, right? Even more carbs than wine, as a whole, obviously there are exceptions to the rule, um, but beer is a ton of carbs, 
you're essentially, you know, drinking a loaf of bread. And if you like to drink beer every night, you're going to tack on the pounds. So beer and wine, I would stay away from as much as possible. There are better things to drink. And by those better things to drink, I mean whiskey, brandy, um, vodka, tequila. These are all better uh, substitutes. You know, um, whiskey kind of got lumped in with, with rum for a while because rum's made out of sugar cane. And obviously sugar is a carb. It's fattening. Um, whiskey, because it's brown, kind of got lumped in there. But whiskey is, by and large, zero calories, maybe one calorie per serving. Vodka is, by and large, zero calories. Same idea. Um, uh, vodka, brandy, and tequila, all pretty much zero calorie uh, when drink when had straight. When you start adding soda and mixers to these types of things, um, you're boosting the caloric intake a lot. So, um, personally, I got recently I got into drinking whiskey. Uh, not like Jack Daniels. I don't like Jack Daniels. I, I'm talking about good whiskey, and you sip on it, and it tastes. There's a variety of flavors, all the way from you know, super smoky, uh, tastes like you're drinking a campfire to um, the classic whiskey flavor. And uh, I sip on it a little slower. Obviously, I don't pound those drinks, but uh, I love my straight whiskey. Also, you know, martinis. Martinis are a, um, a good locale drink. Anything, you know, vodka mixed with soda or vodka water, um, very locale. Brandy, usually drink straight. Tequila shots, usually drink straight. When you start mixing tequila, you know, have your margaritas, that really ups the, the caloric intake. You know, pretty much anything that tastes super good off the bat is high in calories. Your body and brain are wired that way to crave calories. Um, but when you retrain your brain to like things that are low-cal, uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, even Bloody Marys, you know, you're thinking, well, tomato juice and vodka can't be that high-calorie. It's it's a it's not super high calorie, but it's you know about seven calories per serving. Uh, when you hop into even tonic water, uh, is high in, in calorie. Gin and tonics have gin and tonic has about sixteen calories per serving. Vodka orange juice because there's so much sugar in orange juice has about twenty eight calories per serving. And then you boost all the way up to like a rum and coke where it's sugar on sugar, uh, and you're looking at about thirty nine calories per serving. So. You know, just two or three drinks of these high-calorie drinks can really start to add up. So if you do, you know, enjoy a cocktail regularly or even semi-regularly, just try and try and rewire the brain. Try and find something that's low-calorie that, that you can enjoy. Um, I really I can't say it enough. I've really learned to love whiskey. I used to hate whiskey when I was in college. Um Probably because I was drinking shit like Jack Daniels, which is, personally, I don't like it. Uh, but once you start drinking the good whiskey, it's a whole new whole new thing. Um, and then, kind of bottom of the barrel, super high calorie per serving are things, you know, like Smirnoff Ice or those Bacardi um, wine cooler type things. Anything that's pre-bottled is going to be high in sugar, high in, high in uh, calorie. <clears throat> when you... You know, kind of get into low carb beer because that's kind of the other end of the spectrum from from the beer and wine we talked about earlier. There are alternatives to regular beer that, if you really want to have a beer, are lower carb. 
um, lower calorie. Budweiser Select um, is about a a gram and a, just under two grams of of calories per serving carbs. Um, and you know, Michelob Ultra is a little over two and a half grams of of uh, of carbs in a twelve ounce bottle. Um, you know, Bush Light, Budweiser Select, Natty Light, uh, Miller Light, those kinds of, of beers are all around uh, two to three grams of carbs per bottle. Um, but once you start getting into Coors Light, Bud Light, um, those are about five, six, seven grams of carbs per bottle. And then you go up from there, right? Then you go to uh, Heineken, Newcastle. Those are between 11 and 13 per bottle. And then Guinness, obviously thicker stout. Guinness, even Corona, which is a, a lighter tasting beer, 14 grams of carbs per serving. So again, if you're having a beer here and there or a glass of wine here and there or a or mixed cocktail here or there, not a big deal. Go for it. But if you're the type of person who likes to have one regularly, really try to get off the beer and wine and mixed drink train and go to the more straight stuff. Um, Vodka water, vodka soda, you know, twist of lime, twist of uh, of um, lemon, or you know, straight whiskey. Um, but I, I think that if you if you start to wean off the the alcohol, first of all, you'll notice that uh, the the little pooch around your stomach will start to go away. There's a reason that it's called a beer belly. Um, but you'll start to notice that'll go away, and you'll also start to notice that if you are working out. Um, your muscle mass will increase a little more rapidly um, because alcohol does start to break down uh, muscle tissue if you're not careful. So I hope that cleared things up. It was a lot of information to to take in, uh, both with the soda and the alcoholic beverages. If anything is unclear, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please, please, please get a hold of me in any of the ways that I mentioned earlier in the in the podcast. And remember, until next time, go eat a salad.